0: Fanboy Nation. This is your pal Daffy Duck, and you're watching. You're watching.
1: We're watching. You're watching Fanboy. 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 Fanboy, fanboy etc. Fanboy Nation. God. I assume. Tom. <laughs> the world knows this young woman as Sonia Deville, formerly one half of Fire and Desire, the ultimate badass as a WWE superstar. I got to meet her as the Jersey Devil fighting for the University of MMA. Daria Barano, how are you today?
0: I'm good, how you doing? I'm am... going on, long time no see. I
1: know, last time we were having lunch in Culver City, and this time we're talking about you becoming Batwoman.
0: Oh, wow, yeah, big difference, right?
1: <laughs> you know, from fighter and coming out to actually being a a superhero that's already out. Yeah, I mean,
0: it's, when I heard about the role coming up, I was like, oh, my God, this would be so badass. I remember hearing about Ruby Rose getting the role and, you know, Batwoman being gay for the first time. I thought that was so cool and powerful. And, yeah, it's just something that I would love to continue that inspiring message and obviously simultaneously land a dream role.
1: Well, I remember when you first publicly came out. You know, you, you were, I mean, you were kind of out, but you didn't like announce it to the whole world. And then all of a sudden they're like, why should we pick you? And you're like, boom, I'm gay. And i are like, okay, cool. You know, like, you know, it oh, came across.
0: No, that wasn't even it. It was like, it, they asked if I was in a relationship. Right. It was much less um straightforward than that. And I was like, oh my God, uh, wasn't expecting this question, but yeah. <laughs>
1: And you know, and here you are, you know, you and unfortunately your former friend uh, Mandy Rhodes are going at it right now, which is the best uh, fight storyline going on on SmackDown, so we're thrilled to see you two fight, but we're sad to see a friendship end.
0: Yeah, um, it's kind of bittersweet, but I think I like punching her in the face more than I like being her friend.
1: Well, we're just going to blame Otis for that. Yes. Oh, it's so fault. yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the new character's name is going to be Robin. It's not going to be... Uh, you know, you're a bat, a Batman's cousin, Kate Kane, who's going to be Batwoman. So it's this whole new take. If you get the role, you get to be the very first person to put any sort of fingerprints on this version of Batwoman. How significant is that to you?
0: I mean, it, like I said, it would obviously be a, a dream role. Um, growing up watching superheroes, um, female superheroes when I was growing up weren't that prominent. and And what they've done with... Batwoman on the CW has been so awesome. And like you said, to play a entirely new character too would be even, even cooler. Um, so yeah, I would definitely be honored to be considered for the role for sure.
1: Well, you, your skills as a professional wrestler have grown exponentially in the last five years. Like two weeks ago, I was watching you on SmackDown and I was like, whoa, that is not the girl that was on uh, you know um, <clears throat> Tough Enough.
0: Yeah, it's been a crazy five years, but, um, you know, it's my journey's been kind of cool because I've been a part of a couple groups, you know, Absolution and then Fire and Desire, which really allows you to learn like a different side of sports entertainment and what we do, um, and allowed me to learn under Paige, who's one of the best. And now it's finally my time to show what I can do. You know, it's kind of been a really cool learning curve. And now it's time for me to stand on my own. And now I've finally been able to show people what Sonya Deville is capable of by herself.
1: Right. And and with all that going on, you still have time to film the Quibi series, Fight Like a Girl, <clears throat> you know, with with Stephanie McMahon as the executive producer. What was it like being a part of that show? Because, you know, these are about females coming up that have had struggles to overcome, and here you are, you know, Itali- Italian from New Jersey, you know, big Catholic family, and then coming out as a lesbian on top of it, you didn't know which way it was going to swing because in the Mediterranean world, you know, some taboos, when they make fun of you, they mean they're okay with it. When they don't talk to you, you know, they're mad about it. So it could have swung either way for you.
0: Yeah. I mean, but as a girl, was probably one of the coolest series that I've been a part of projects. I've been a part of up until this point. Um, I got to work with a young girl who was struggling with coming out to her family. Um, So obviously it was a very relatable experience for me. And, you know, I just helped guide her through that experience. And, you know, we used health and fitness as as kind of like a tool, which is what I used as a tool as well. You know, I was always so headfirst into sports and um, MMA at the time. So that's something that really helped me with everything that I had always been going through personally. And it, I think it really helped Samantha, who is the girl that I worked with. And it's just, it was just such a cool show, because it was cool to see their transformation, not only physically at the end, but like their emotional transformation was what was really cool to me at the end.
1: Like, did that play into your, your story when you initially came out? Like, you know, there's the sigh of relief that, uh, you know, people get to finally know the real you, not essentially your shadow self. And you got to see that in her or was it like two totally different stories and you were just happy for her and her situation?
0: No, absolutely. No, they were similar because, um, you know, like you said i was I was briefly out to like my immediate family before tough enough, but after tough enough, I was you know out to everybody and I honestly didn't start like living truthfully until after I came out publicly because <clears throat> it's one of those things where it's like, oh, I'm open, but like why don't any of my coworkers know why don't you know you know like it was like so many people in my life still didn't know, and it wasn't because I happened to not have that kind of conversation with them is because I left details out because I didn't feel comfortable with who I was and my sexuality at the time. And, um, you know, Samantha was kind of going through the same thing, but then at the end of the episode you see she's, you know, she's so excited and she's there with her girlfriend and they have such a, you know, cute uniting moment with the mother. And, you know, it, it's it's definitely metaphoric to, to my journey too.
1: It's understandable in that, you know, it's, uh, Everyone has their own story, whether it's a coming out story, it's an immigrant story, it's, you know, something to deal with, with a personal thing that they're not comfortable in sharing. And it seems that it's freed you up in the past five years to allow you to be Sonia Deville.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I wouldn't be the person that I am today inside or outside of the ring if it wasn't for um, that experience, honestly, because it's, it's just such a weight. And anyone that's come out before understands this it's just such a weight that you're wearing and you're carrying when you don't accept yourself and you don't think it's okay. And, you know, I grew up in small town suburbia in South New Jersey and, you know, I didn't have gay friends. There was no gay kids at school, um, you know, to our knowledge of course, and nobody that was out. And so for me, it was just like, well, I can't be gay. You know, it's not a thing. It wasn't a thing in my surroundings. And so it was um, it was being kind of suppressed inside me unintentionally and subliminally. So, yeah, being open and free has definitely changed and made me who I am today. Yeah.
1: And now you're surviving the Orlando heat with all of it on top of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm, a- I'm actually in Tampa, but, yeah, it's still so hot over here.
1: <laughs> that, that hour drive isn't going to make much difference when the sun's beating down on you in the sunshine state. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know. Well, unfortunately last week Mandy Rose cost you your match with uh, Lacey Evans. What's the payback going to look like on SmackDown this week?
0: She has no idea what's coming for. Her. Um and you know what the best part is is that I'm in control right now. So I don't have to act out and be impulsive when it comes to my revenge on Mandy Rose. Uh, you know, I've been plotting this for 5 years let's be honest. So um it'll be on my terms when I want and she won't know when it's coming. So karma's a you know what?
1: Man, you're patient. You took forever to come out of the closet, and then you've been waiting five years to, t- to beat the crap out of your best friend.
0: Yeah, look at me go.
1: Yeah. That's, that's some serious plotting right there.
0: Yeah, I'm a very, um, what's it called, uh, strategic person.
1: <laughs> and any surprises we could expect for the next season of Total Divas?
0: Um, no, nothing yet. It's not filmed yet, so... I would love to be a part of the next season um, when it comes about. and Yeah, you
1: will just have to tune in and see. Awesome. Sonya Deville, it was a pleasure chatting with you. Uh, let's not make it as long as it's been since the last time we talked. And please give your mom my regards. She's an awesome lady.
0: For sure. Thank you so much.
1: Before I let okay. you go, where can we find you on social media, Instagram, Twitter, all that fun stuff?
0: At Sonya Deville WWE on pretty much everything.
1: And to remind everybody, Sonia's with a Y, not a J. Awesome. Thank you so much. Great talking to you, and I'll talk to you soon.
0: All right. Bye-bye.